All righty. Welcome to Wednesday Night Musical Osmosis, where intelligent, dissonant thoughts meet melodic, euphonious reality. I am your musically magnanimous host, Nick the Saucy One Cat Saurus, broadcasting to you live, as always, from the shadow of Hurricane Mountain, Tennessee. And I also want to introduce my progressively proficient co-host, Calling in from a very snowed-in charm city today, my pal <laughs> Odell Norman. Odell, what's up? Hey, hey, what's going on? Nothing, man. So um, I'm down here in Tennessee, and we got about a foot, and I don't want to do boring radio that talks about the weather, but you guys right, got some right. historical snowfall there in Baltimore, right? <laughs> yeah, I believe uh, like BWI uh, Airport reported like 29 inches. I think we got a little over 30 like 30, 31 inches up. We're a little um, north, closer to the Pennsylvania line, so we got hit a little more than they did. Well, I know from living up north and living in D.C. and Baltimore area, more so in the D.C. area, that you guys are much more of a hardy bunch than down south where we get six (laughs) inches and the town shuts down for a week. So you get 30 inches of snow. How long does it take before the schools open and you have to go back to work and the highways are clear? Oh man. Um I well today was my first day back uh to work. Uh the schools are out till Monday. They they just went on and closed and they're like, forget about it. Um a lot of the a lot of the areas it's not the main roads but it's the side roads. And and if you know Baltimore, uh you will know that you know, it's tough with the plows to get through those side roads. So a lot a lot of uh beer drinking and snow shoveling takes place. Uh and a lot of getting to know your neighbors during that stretch. So yesterday and the day before, we basically were able to to uh, shovel everything out so people can actually, you know, make their way on the roads and everything. Cool, cool. Speaking of snow, my little snow bunny maven domestic herself, the producer that always makes sure we sound good even when we're fucking up. <laughs> B, are you back there? I am back here lurking in the shadows. And working on Maven Domestic, it just happened. It just so happens. Uh, yeah, we're, I, I'm going to have my uh, grand opening of the new site in just a few days. So I'm making right. sure that everything is absolutely perfect. And it yep, looks yep. beautiful. And one on one part of me, I'm like, man, kick ass. This is an amazing site. She did a great job. And then the other part of me is like, why does the site she made for me look like kindergarten compared to this? <laughs> this looks well, like books compared to Picasso. Because that's what you wanted it to look like. <laughs> like so, you know, I mean, that's I what you asked for, so that's what I gave you. That's you no are, secret, you're right? Mm-hmm. All right. No, Why don't you tell us who we got coming up real fast? We're booked into like April on all the shows. So just real yeah, it's absolutely insane. Okay, so everybody, well, everybody, um, if anybody happened to already know, we do have Friday Night Drunken Trivia. We have Wednesdays is Musical Osmosis, and Sundays we not only have the Ignorance Equation, but we also have Kettle of Fish, which is super duper fun. Um, and up coming up on our next umpteen shows. We have comedian Heidi Heaslett, comedian Liz Neal, uh, metal guitarist Xander Gimos, comedian Caleb Simon, uh, comedian Bobo Belford, Victoria Ruiz from Downtown Boys. Uh, we have Steven Svodoba, who's a men's child support advocate. 
Um, we have, of course, Corey Clark from Warrior Soul will be back. and On the political show. Of course. And then, uh, then we have comedian Rebecca Lieb. And saving the very best for last, other than tonight, of course, we have from the show Superstore, that's right, the NBC News show Superstore, we have Nico Santos, who plays Mateo, super-duper fun guy. He's going to be on. And we also have from Head of Class, Dan Frischman will be on, and that's going to be super awesome. Right. And um, <laughs> we're off this Sunday, but the following Sunday, by the way, I just um, got a confirmation today, our pal Jeffrey Cabaservice, author Jeffrey Cabaservice, will be on to talk about the primaries when we come back. I think it's February 7th we come back. With the nice. This is Very our last cool. show into the summer. All right. Our, and and we also have a new YouTube channel up, which yeah. you put up all the musical osmosis episodes, and you put up I think seventeen episodes, and I got fifteen freaking notifications that were like, um, your anything this YouTube channel makes is going to go to the artist, and somehow they have an algorithm that knew every song, even the Christmas episode, Adele. They're like, you yeah. played like Heart the, the Angel Sing by blah blah blah, nineteen forty seven. You owe. Like, if you're making any money, it goes to this artist. Like, we don't if you any money, which, you know, I'm not doing it for the money. I'm putting it up for the fans. I don't even know how that money part of that works. But it all right. goes to the artists who come on the shows anyways because it's their copywritten music. Mm-hmm. We don't get a penny of it. That's crazy, nope. right? That is, if I was doing this for our money, no. we don't get a penny of it. It all goes to the artists. Unbelievable. So that's nuts. Wow. Anyways. Um, thank you, D. I'm getting a little bit of feedback, so you can go hide back you in got the it. mountain. Odell, <laughs> uh, before yes, we sir. get into the crux of the episode, in well, about a month, we're having Downtown Boys on the show. I sent you some of their music. How about those Downtown Boys? Pretty mind-blowing, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I have never heard of them, and uh, you sent me their stuff, and it, it just, oh, man, it's intense. It, it's it's just good stuff, and uh I, I can't wait to uh, have them on. Um, I just started getting really into them. As soon as you sent me the link, I was like, whoa, this is really, really good. This is I, right up my alley, uh, and um, can't wait to have them on. Yeah, and I saw an interview with Victoria on um, Democracy Now!, and that's how I got turned on to them, and I checked them out, and I was okay. like, holy crap. And that's why I love okay. Facebook, dude, because you can just find – like you can get turned on to someone new – Find them on Facebook, and sometimes they'll have a personal page. Sometimes they don't. I don't spend a lot of time writing like um, fan pages because a lot of times people sometimes they'll check them, but a lot of times they won't. But a lot, a lots of times you can find these people on Facebook, and they'll add you before they even know what you're all about. So I think that's pretty cool, right? When yeah, somebody that's really cool. Made some kind of success, like um, Nico from Superstore just kind of adds you and open to talking to everybody. I just added somebody from another TV show. Um, today I'm going to talk to about having on the show in April. I won't release that yet. And I was like, wow, like I sent her a friend request. She became friends with me like 10 minutes later. And she's really, I'm checking out her stuff. She's really cool. So I'm pretty sure we'll be able to get her on the show. It's just, you can really tell the difference between the people who are like, I will not perform without a hairstylist. Especially people (laughs) that are like on the lower echelons of the entertainment world, and then the people who are really accessible. Like, you know, we've had William Sanderson on a couple times, and I just contacted him through his website, 
talked to him. He's like, sure, gave us his home number. I was like, all right, call me Sunday. Like, that's, that's crazy to me when you are kind of an icon like William, and you're just like, yeah, I'm totally down with this. And then other people would be like, oh, well, you know, uh, how many uh, units do you move or something like that before they exactly. would even talk to you. Exactly. Well, that's like I still get chills when, um, like, when I see Al, Al Piss like something that I put up or, or Larry, uh, the more from Pegboy, put, you know, when uh, after the show friended them and, you know, I get comments from them or likes and stuff. I'm like, man, that's Al Piss from the Piss, you know. It still gets me, you know, that they're that cool, that laid back. And and, and, and I think that's why they have such a, a, a big following, too, because they are so down to earth. Yeah, and that that goes to show when we have a bigger band on the show, they may not get as many downloads, even though they're much more well-known, than Pegboy, which I think is our most downloaded episode since we've been back. And I think it's because Larry is such an amazing guy that he has loyal fans, and a lot of times these guys don't do a lot of interviews, so it's kind of like we're exclusive. Yeah, Yeah. and and, and just the fact that they're willing to do that, knowing that, the, you know, what in their mindset, it seems like, why do these guys want to interview me? But when they come on, then they have a really good time and, and bring a, bring back a lot of memories that they had. And, and, and then you come to find out that they are coming out with something, that they are in the studio doing stuff. It's even, it's even more, it's even more of a bonus. Yes, yes, yes. All right. This week, every, every um, episode we try to do, well, not even this week, today in rock, Today in music history. Today was a pretty lousy day in music history. Not a lot going on. <laughs> Elvis Presley did release. What song do you think he released today in 1956? Let me do some trivia. Put some drinking, drunken trivia to you. 1956. I'll give you two more wow. chances. Big hit. Hound Dog. No, you got one more. Uh, I don't know. Blue Sweet Shoes. Yep. Heartbreak <laughs> Hotel came out today in 1956. Oh! Uh, let's see. Uh, not like I said, not a whole lot going on. The Bee Gees made their live debut debut in the U.S. when they played at Anaheim, excuse me, Center in California. Uh, David Bowie, nineteen seven. That was sixty eight, by the way, with Bee Gees. Same day, okay. weird. Um, nineteen seventy one. David Bowie arrived in the U.S. for the first time. And we were talking about David yeah. Bowie last time because he just passed away. That's um, peace, my man. Yeah, definitely. Then they have a bunch of weird ones. Madonna played in the UK for the first time. I don't know why that's a story. I saw the name right. Oasis, and I didn't even read it. I just skipped over it because I don't <laughs> care what Oasis did in 1994. <laughs> unless they wrote me a check and mailed it to me, and I they didn't get it. They probably got to fight with each other. They probably got to yeah. fight or something on stage. <laughs> and, and threw a tantrum and went and sat in beanbags and cried. Mm-hmm. Okay. James Brown, 1998. Hey. Do you know what happened to James Brown in 1998 today? He was I bet you do. Yep, charged with possession <laughs> of marijuana and un. That wasn't a. That wasn't um, a very complicated guess. And un, un, unlawful use of a firearm. And hey, I think hey, that would be like a misdemeanor. <laughs> yeah, especially with a firearm. Yes. And. Born to say a bunch of people I haven't heard of. Not a whole lot. It's funny how sometimes we do these, and there's like 30 different things, and you're like, holy what? crap, all this stuff happened today. And then other times you do, and it's kind of like nothing. Uh, it's, but it's winter, yeah. <laughs> they were probably snowing out the driveway. Well, 
But um, I think somebody died from um, Rainbow, Richie Blackmore's Rainbow this week, because there's been a yeah. lot. That's Abe Gavoda. Vado- hey, 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 yeah, Abe Gavoda, yeah. Gavoda, Gavoda just died. Godfather. He died and the, last night? Yeah, 94. 90, 94. And I'm always amazed when these guys are still around who played, like, retirement-age people in the 70s and they're still alive, like Betty White. Uh, I'll look yeah. at Betty White from the match game in, like, 74, and she's old there. And but I was like, well, the yeah, was she born? <laughs> she looked like she was 60 ever since she's been acting, in, like, the 50s. Steve it's Martin, crazy. Steve Martin's the same way. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, I, I think it's more his hair. You know, he turned he, he he was gray so fast that it was like, oh, let's see Martin. Well, I thought he had just white hair. That was his shtick. I, I don't know. I, maybe it is. I don't know. I remember on the old Saturday Night Live stuff, he had like darker hair, and then um, yeah, and then it went like white. Yeah. Coo coo coo. Um, yeah, but Abe Gavoda. Um, Vigoda. Am I saying that right? Abe Vigoda. Abe? The thing yep. about him is I just saw a thing about him a week ago where he had, like, this little joke website that said Abe um, Bogota is still alive. And it was kind of like <laughs> a commentary. It's like, I'm still alive. I haven't passed on yet. And it's just weird to me. And I know I made this point before. I cannot get my brain around what it must be like to be 80 or 90 years old and know every day could be your last. Like, yeah. I don't know if I told this story on this show, but I've definitely told it on one of the shows before. It, like maybe 10 years ago, I was in a mall waiting. I was either on break or waiting for somebody. And I picked up, I was in a bookstore, if you remember those, back when they had bookstores. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I was reading the foreword to Roddy Dangerfield's autobiography. And it started out, he said, you know, as of the writing of this book, I'm 82 years old. And I ha- only have a 1 in 10 chance of living until 90. And I feel healthy. Wow. I feel good. but I And, and I've, I never really thought about death. Until I read that, and then my brain yeah. started working. I was like, "What is it like to be 82? You feel great. You wake up every day. I mean, of course, you feel like you don't feel like a teenager, but you're 82, so you feel good. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, dude, there's a nine in ten chance that I will not be alive in eight years. That's mind-boggling yeah. to me that you live your life every day. I mean, it's almost like someone told you you have six months to live. At least if someone told you you had six months to live, you would know you're dying. But to be 82 and be like, I've got a one in 10 chance of being alive in like five or six years. That's crazy to me, right? Yeah, well, that's why you got to live it to the fullest, man. That's why I love seeing, for example, uh, uh, George Bush, not uh, senior, if you will, 41. He, He was skydiving. Every birthday till I believe like last year, if I'm not mistaken, like every birthday he would go skydiving, and and here's a guy that's been shot down. Here's a guy that's run, you know, different agencies, been the president. He could sit back and just chill, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna skydive till I can't skydive anymore. That that takes balls, man. And and when I see people out here running marathons at 94 years old and you know, 85, it makes you, like, appreciate the fact that if you have something, if you have a gift, if you have some, something to get out there, do it. Don't don't let society hold you back from doing what you love to do. Just because it may look weird or it, it may seem silly, you know, I, I, well, you know how it is nowadays. It's like we're, we're in our, you know, in our 40s, and 
sometimes when I go to shows, I ha- I don't go to shows as often as we used to go to shows. I mean, we literally would go to shows like almost Lived every shows. week. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but when I go and I see a younger crowd, and in my head I'm like, man, you know, some of these kids <laughs> could be my, you know, could be my kids if if you will, or or vice versa. Like and my yeah, I hope not, gotta. <laughs> but it's one of those things where I'm like, oh well, I love music. I love still listening to new bands. I, I love I love hearing stuff that you. It just takes me, and I'm still amazed when I hear an artist that I've never heard before, and they're doing things that I'm like, wow, I wish I had thought of that. Stuff like that, and 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 it's, and it's enlightening, and it makes you feel younger too. No, that's why I it's think always God's definitely me for a loop when we um, hit our like maybe mid twenties, and we had friends that were like, oh well. Um, you know, I'm a grown up now, so I can't really hang out anymore. And I just have to be about work and coming home and fucking TiVo and One Tree Hill or whatever these people were doing. And they yeah, basically yeah. gave up. They're like, well, my life's over. I'm married. I just had a kid. I've got a nine to five job. Time for me to worry about my lawn. That's yeah, crazy. Exactly. That someone just like, no. a fist of feet like that. <laughs> no, no, anyway, no, your kid. Yeah, Let's not have show. a symposium Don't. on growing up badly. Um, we've got Steve <laughs> Kicks on the line from the briefs. All right. Um, as always, I want to introduce how I was turned on to the briefs, and then you can tell me how you were turned on to the briefs. As okay. with many bands from that era, early millennia, if you may, if you will, mm-hmm. the first time I heard of the briefs, I believe the same way I got turned on to a lot of bands was through Interpunk Radio, the site Interpunk, where I used to buy all my music. Back when yeah. you actually bought hard copies of CDs and waited patiently three or four days because you got like the quickest delivery, you paid the extra four bucks and you sat there and waited like badgered the mailman when he came by your house. Um, that, I think I got turned on to. I'm pretty sure I did from Interpunk, and I think they're one of the bands where I still have all their CDs like actually on CD. And those guys just blew me away from the start. I always liked them. It's impossible. Their sound's infectious. It's impossible, like, not to groove when they're on. I would play them at parties. And, and you, you yep. know, our friends, we don't have just exclusively punk friends. We have friends from across the gamut, every kind of yep. um, culture, if you will. And everybody dug. They, they were one of those bands that everybody dug. And they're one of the reasons I brought the show back. I was like, I want to interview the Briefs, the Pissed, and Peg Boy. And mm-hmm. I tried to get a hold of those guys a couple years ago when I had the show. I couldn't. I got bored with it and was concentrating on the political show more on the Sunday show. And then when I brought the show back a few months ago, I was able to get a hold of all these guys. And I don't know where to go from here. Now, now it's like, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I'm like a dog that actually caught the proverbial tire. Anyways, <laughs> how did you get turned on to the briefs? And then I'll get Steve in here. Well, basically, I, I got turned on through you. I had, um, I remember going to, if I'm not mistaken, um, uh, it was a party. I don't know if it was in Virginia Beach or if it was back up here at, like, one of April's uh, get-togethers, whatnot, and you were playing them, and I, and I asked you specifically. I was like, who is this band? And you were like, oh, these are the briefs. You never heard of them. And, and at that time, um, I was still in the punk, but I wasn't as much in the punk. I started going um, into Branching other types of music. Yeah, 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 and um, I just remember, yeah, going to Interpunk and and getting their stuff. Actually, I remember going to uh, DC one day and getting one of their early, like the early, early albums that they had in the early 2000s, and um, and then been hooked ever since. And um, actually, 
when you told me we were having them on, I, um, I, I, through the graces of technology, I, I basically downloaded everything that they had or had, and um, and just been listening to it nonstop for about like the last month, month and a half, which is good. They they really really are. Yeah, I also really like a band where you have to watch where you wear their T-shirt because I used to have I had a couple of their shirts. I had one that said yes. I think it said Pogo motherfucker, and I was like, yes. well, I won't be wearing this to like work to go pick up my check <laughs> or out at the mall because somebody's gonna get offended and start screaming at me. All right, let's get Steve in here. Steve kicks. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what is happening? Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's up, man? I got my dog here. Yeah, Alice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, who's there? yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Oh, yeah, you gonna get him? <laughs> I got my, I, I got my, my little piranha here. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we have our kids back our dog downstairs uh, with them when we're doing interviews, and we wouldn't be able to hear anybody. We got the same issue going on. Yeah. <laughs> Oi, Alice. Yeah. Hey, man. I know Steve can do the interview, so I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. I don't do interviews usually, but I'm like, ah, why not? You know, like, I'm trying to pick up the slack for the breeze. Yeah. Thank you for coming on, bro. Ah, that's cool, man. Hey, I want to start (laughs) with this, because I don't know um, if you heard what I was talking about right before we queued you in, but you guys were always one of those punk bands that could cross over and, you know, we would have parties, and we would have parties, like, every week in almost 60, 70 people at one of our places. Yeah. And we would yep. blast the briefs, and you guys are one of those bands. I don't care if it was, like, little college indie girls. I don't care if it was hardcore punk rock people, my death metal friends. Everybody was like, who's this band? And dug you guys. Still probably a lot of them still dig you guys. But back then, in those party yeah. modes, everybody loved the briefs. Yeah. And I was just kind of yeah. wondering... Audience-wise, when you do shows, does your crowd seem a little mm-hmm. different than other punk crowds? Is it not just exclusive? I imagine you guys uh, have like a big crossover. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's pretty much a crossover of everything, you know. Like, you know, uh, from every genre of music, you know. Like, yeah, like of course we're like old school punk rock, but we, yeah. Uh, I meet people that are, you know, that listen to, you know, different types of goth and death metal and, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, the breeze are the breeze, you know, like, yeah, you know, uh, man. Yeah, you know? and I definitely uh, get that. One thing I really like about you guys, and it's something I think that's kind of hard to pull off, is you guys have a lot of songs that have a lot of political overtones. But you don't take yourself seriously, <laughs> and those songs yeah. are fun. And I love propaganda yeah. and against all authority uh, and bands like that. But your music's so accessible, and you've got a political message, which I'm a lyric guy. I've said it a thousand times. I write songs. Yeah. I I love writing. The you guys' lyrics are right on the money, and the music is fun, and you guys are fun to watch and be at a show. Yeah, with. you know, I, I think people they take it, you know, like uh, sex objects. Uh, when they wrote that, actually, I, I didn't play on that album. I only, I only did Still Your Heart, but uh, right. I think Destroy the USA and uh, uh, No More Presidents. And, yep. you know, like, it was, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, people don't get the songs. It's, you know, like, it's, it's cheek, you know, like, it's like, some people just don't get it. Like, uh, yeah, you have Dan and 
uh, yeah, Chris Brees with his Destroy the USA. I, I, I've had people come up to me like, oh, Destroy the USA, what's the problem? Like, it's like, no, you know, like, it's not about Destroy the USA. It's about, you know, like, it, it, you know, it's a joke. You know, like, I mean, it's a, uh, I, I don't mean <laughs> right, to say a joke, that but. Right, destroy the concept of the USA. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They just don't, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I totally get that. I mean, is it important to you to connect with people music-wise? I mean, do you, if they come out and have fun, do you even care if they get the lyrics? Or is that something that's important to you guys? Hey, we're saying this, and we want to connect with you people as far as our message? Or is it like, dude, as long as everyone's having fun, yeah, I nah, can get it's either flex. they get it or they don't. Either you get it or you don't, you know? Like, the briefs are, the briefs, like, like, <laughs> We're not telling you to go, like destroy the USA. We're just like it's a song, you know. Uh, yeah, and uh, a lot of people don't get it. They're just like, oh, you're so, you know, anti fucking America, whatever. But we're not, that's it's not about that, you know. Like right. we're just, yeah, they write the songs, and you know, like it's just like yeah, it doesn't mean anything about that, you know. And and most people don't get get it it's like then then we have people coming to our shows like oh you know oh you guys are anti-america and all this shit it's like no we're not you know it's, not a, it's, a, it's a fucking it's a punk rock song man but <laughs> now being anti-america is kind of cool like that's kind of the trendy like yeah boy, people wish <laughs> so, I mean, you guys should be getting yeah. praised now right with these tea party uh, units running around right yeah yeah, you know. Uh, I could have sworn yeah, I saw somebody yeah, in the organization. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in Belltown right it. now. I'm in Belltown, Seattle right now. And it's like, uh, yeah, it, uh, what? Uh, let's write a song about how Amazon's taking over Belltown, Seattle. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's what's important. Might as well. I've always said the crazy thing about this whole right wing movement. I'm not. I'm. I, I'm a political guy by nature, so I'll try not to get too political. But I was yeah. like, you know, I used to write for a band, even Steven. I, I played bass and wrote all the lyrics, and I was like, stuff that people used to say, "You hate America," and "Fuck you," go yeah. back to Russia. Like yeah. now, if I played it, like the Tea Party would stand up and salute me. Like it's crazy yeah. that yeah. cultural shift. So I'm sure you've seen that yeah. over the years, right? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I haven't seen Steve in a little bit, but like, yeah, we're we're doing another tour coming up. Uh, nice. In uh, May and June, I, th- I think we're doing punk rock bowling, and I think we're the doing briefs. a, a yeah, the briefs. Nice. I, I think we're doing a Buzzcock show, or maybe two, hopefully. Like, but uh, yeah, you know, I'm just in the heart of Bowtown right now, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I say the heart of Belltown. Yeah, because they're tr- they're trying to destroy Belltown. I know it's not about Belltown, but uh, uh, we're, we're talking about the briefs here. But and I still have the briefs uh, jam room, and actually they're gonna be flying out here. We're gonna, we're recording a new album, so really? we're gonna practice practice in our old uh well record. <laughs> practice in our old uh jam spot where we were uh, you know i joined 13 years ago so so we're gonna okay. get that going again yeah so we have a whole little 
Is that where you think I did the live album? Yeah, uh, that's where we wrote. Well, they wrote still. Oh, that was the uh, the breeze jam room. Like uh, the only album I did with them was uh, Spill Your Heart. But okay, we wrote okay. it. I think it yeah, in a week or so. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. You know, too much touring. You know, that's that's what happens when you're yeah. you're on tour with like with a band. Too much touring, then you have to take ten years off. <laughs> Take a ten year yeah. break, and so now we're yeah now we're starting a tour. We do a couple tours a year now, and it's, it's everybody gets along, and you know like it's cool. Uh, we're back in the swing of things, that's good you stuff. know. Cool, that's yeah. Good stuff. Well, that's yeah. a great segue because I wanted to ask you. It's been God ten years maybe since Steal Your Heart. And I was going to ask you about yeah. a new album, and you brought it up. Tell us about the new album, how it compares to the old stuff. Um, are you coming in? Did you write, actually write anything on Steal Your Heart, or did you come in after most of the songs were already done? No, I, I you know, I, I, I wrote one song on the album, uh, 40 and Above. Uh, right. And okay. I actually, Dan, Dan wrote uh, uh, Move Too Slow, but I sang it, but... Uh, um, yeah, we're, you know, we were supposed to record, uh, uh, about three months ago, but a lot of, a lot of shit went down, so I had to cancel the recording session, but, and I don't want to, I don't want to get into that, but, uh, uh, but, you know, we're, we're playing it out right now, we're, we're gonna, you know, they're gonna come down. We're gonna, we already started writing some new songs, which were fucking awesome songs. You know, we got one uh, one day to practice, and, and <laughs> but I had to leave, so uh, we didn't get to go record anything. But yeah, we're gonna. They're gonna come up here, and we're gonna uh, like. I, that's my. This is my new saying is we're gonna bang it out. <laughs> nice. So I like, to bang, thing, I like to bang things out. I like I the bang things out. <laughs> I watched your documentary. You say I know all about it. <laughs> I like, I like, yeah, exactly. I like to bang things out Yeah, different ways, you know? <laughs> well, speaking but, of banging things uh, out, you've got to tell us. I'm excited. you got to tell us about this new album. What's the sound like? Um, yeah. Subject matter? Are you doing uh, more songs that are going to get people to go, you, you hate what? America? What's it like? Uh, you know what? It's, I think we're we're gonna go for more of a, a I, I say hardcore because the whole right. time we're practicing, I was like, yeah, it's gonna be like Dan and Steve and Chris are like, let's let's do a hardcore album, not a hardcore, but like you know, just in your face fucking album. That's all. Okay. Like yeah. So like. Well, I mean, at this point, you don't have anything to prove, right? You can just go in and bang out anything you want, yeah, and still yeah, be exactly, the breach. man. Bang it out, man. Let's just bang it out, and that's what we were supposed to do when I went down uh, the last tour. But like I said, stuff went down, and you know, and which I appreciate. You know, my bandmates, they're there for me, and Falcon, our tour manager. Yes, and, he's awesome. You know. Yeah, like I first, said, like uh, uh, we're not gonna talk about it, but uh, I went through some harsh, harsh shit, and my bandmates were there for me, and, and like I said, they're gonna come down here. We're gonna 
we're gonna bang it out. <laughs> that's that's great that they they got your back like that too. That's what, that's more. Yeah, of course. Know, that's, of that's, course. That's, that's you know. Yeah, that's more than that's more than the band right there, man. That's like you know that's family yeah. right there. So. Yeah, and he yeah, had to have family, that, right, you know. Odell? I mean, you were one yeah. of our like nineteen people, and even Stephen, and you knew all oh, the yeah. problems, inner turmoil we had, which is kind yep. of people not taking it seriously or going behind each other's back and stuff. So that you definitely got to have that unity, especially in a punk band, uh, yeah, because that's pissing me off. Yeah, yeah. that lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. And you like that said that ten yeah. years apart, man. You reflect on a lot of good times in those ten years that you're missing. You're like, man, yeah, those were some good times. So. <laughs> and it, it, it's funny too because I was always I was always the the bad seed of the band. So like they when they would say band meeting, I'd be like, oh fuck, we need a band meeting. I knew something was up. They'd sit me down and yeah, the breeze like getting yeah, They were all <laughs> so like, what were you doing last night? You know, like so many tour stories and like oh my god. You know, I, like, I, I'm going to write a book about this. Like, yeah, I'm, well, I'm going to write a book about this. Then. Yeah, Everybody you, you know, it's, I'm, 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 on, I'm online right now. It, it's called, uh, it's going to be called Just for Kicks, Never a Dull Moment. And you're going to read my tour stories, man. <laughs> the three. Nice. Like, nice. So many, so many. Oh, my God. I, I have a, I have a, I have pages of you know, brainstorm, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this story. I, I Stories keep on coming up. I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot about, about this story and that. I'm like, I just keep on writing them down, you know. Like, it's yeah, crazy, but that's man. Hard, though, right, to kind of break that, um, yeah. just that flow of consciousness and put all those thoughts down in an organized manner that someone can read without being like, good God, this guy's a fucking maniac. What's he saying? Like, yeah, I've yeah. tried to write a book, <laughs> and halfway through, I'm like, this just sounds like all garbled because there's so much, and it's flowing out of me, but it's not organized. Are you having that same kind of problem when you write? Yeah. Uh, you know, like, uh, I st- we started writing the book, two sessions, but then I, I got in trouble with the law, and, uh, you know, like, I'm not going to get into that, but uh, so I had to stop writing it, and... And I'm just like, yeah. Once I go back to Canada, because I'm Canadian, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna say too much about it, but uh, I'm like, once I go back home, uh, you know, eventually I'll, I'll write this book, and everybody's gonna get to read about it. Be like, wow, <laughs> you know, I, re- I read David Lee Roth's book and Sammy Hagar's book, you know, like rock stars. But yeah, my book's gonna be fucking a punk rock fucking memoir, you know, like, yeah, you're going to be like, holy fuck. You, you want to like, read a book yeah. that'll blow your mind? Check out Mark Manning's book, Fucked by Rock. He was the um, lead singer of Zodiac Mind Warp and a Love Reaction. That book will run you down. That book is amazing. Really? Uh, yeah, Mark Manning from Zodiac. Did his can you, book. Can you, text, can you text that to me? Yeah, I mean it. It like yeah, yeah, I read it, and I was disgusted, mm-hmm. but in a good way. You know what I'm saying? Like that book was phenomenal. Hey, let me ask you this: While we're on the subject of Canada, yeah, when you're doing punk music here and people know who you are in Canada, what like talking about the lens of how people look through things? Do you get more of a acceptable? Hey, you're doing something legitimate. I imagine in Canada than here when they're like, oh, lowly punk rocker, fuck you. Like, or am I just kind of 
thinking about that the wrong way. Um, are they more accepting? You know what? Uh, you know what? The, the thing, the thing with yeah, with that question, like you know what? Uh, I'm so out of touch with Canada because I've been in the states now for, you know, uh, for like uh, I think 2000, well, 2006 or 2003. Oh wow! Uh, you know, uh, you know. Canada has great fucking bands. DOA. Fuck, man. Pointed oh, Six. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if you know those bands at all. Like old oh, school yeah. bands. Uh, I know Rags from Victoria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yep. that, that was Dan's uh, favorite band. And, uh, you know, I, I yeah, I played in... Newtown Animals. I played Newtown yeah. Animals, and it's funny because like, yeah. my yeah, they all my my guitar player Bobby DC came down and brought me all these uh, VHSs, which have VCR too, and I've been I have all this old school footage that I I made like a little video, and I'm I've been watching it, and I'm just like wow, you know, like holy fuck. I should make a DVD, but it's VHS, you know? Like, I'm like, but I watch it at home. I'm like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, just to give some context old... here, you came from Newtown Animals. Let me go ahead and I'm going to play about a minute of Newtown Animals yeah. just to let the audience know what that sound was like. And then we'll yeah, definitely talk about do it, Nick. moving yeah, into man. the briefs. So here goes some Newtown Animals. Yeah. Right. yeah. is amazing. You guys were amazing. Why did Newtown Animals break up, and how did you get into the briefs? Um, well, uh, Newtown Animals kind of broke up. That We we got back together, and uh, the reason Newtown Animals broke up again was because the briefs called me. And they're like, I got a phone call, and they're like, hey, can you do a, a two-month tour with us? So, I came up here, and I did the tour, and one tour led to another tour, and then it was like, hey, do you want to be part of the band? And I was like, yeah. I was like, of course. It's the Priest. I, I, I'm playing with my favorite <laughs> band, man. You don't even awesome. know. I, I'm playing with my favorite band. Like, we used, we, we used to play with them, you know? Like, and, uh, man, yeah. It's like... It's not every day you get to uh, join your favorite band, you know? No. 
true I that. I, I got, I got, I get to join my favorite band. I, what, like, like you said, I saw the Breeze play live, and I was just like, what? Who is this? <laughs> you know, you don't see that every day. It, it hit my heart. You know, like I'm like, ah, uh, you know. And uh, another thing too, uh, look this up. Uh, Mia. We used to right cover on. this song. It was uh, uh, Mike Comrie. Yeah, tell me why. Make sure you play that song. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. I've, um, I've been listening to that song. Yeah. Tell me why. And we well, covered it. And about... he, he's, he's, yeah, he used to sing it with us. A couple of shows we did, you know. Like, yeah. Let's talk about you jumping uh, into uh, the briefs, because those guys had already been around. Like you said, they were one of your favorite bands. They'd been around five or six uh, years. Had yeah, three yeah. albums oh, yeah. out. What was it like trying to fill Lance Romance's shoes? Was there resistance from the audience, or did you fit right in? What was that experience like? <laughs> uh, at first, it was like everybody's like, "Who the fuck? Who, who the, the fuck hell are is you?" This dude? Like, yeah, yeah. Who is this new guy here? You know, I had, uh, I, you know, I had black hair. They're all, you know, our, our trademark. You know, like we all have, we dye our hair blonde, and you yeah, know, like, and uh, I had black hair, and everybody's like, "Who the fuck are you, Bill? Like, what? You're in the briefs?" And they, everybody hated me at first. It was, it was a tough first, first tour. I'll tell you that. And I, I, I even made fun of it. I, yeah, uh, I, I was just like, yeah, hey. I'm just happy to be playing with them, and of course, you know, like those, I, I, I'm like, hey, I'm just filling in, and it became more in the, you know, I was like, all right, now you're in the band now, you know, like, you know, after four months of touring, we, uh, they brought me to Europe, and, sweet, you know, yeah, nice. yeah, you know, it was cool, man, those guys, they're, I, I love the band, like, you know, when you spend every day in the van, you have Falcon driving, <laughs> playing classic rock and roll. Like, uh, uh, class, yeah, yeah, if you knew this game, yeah. You may be listening right now. How, hi, Falcon. <laughs> or How do you not get now. burned out on that rigorous tour Fal- schedule? Fal- just- yeah, I call him Can Man. Yeah, his name's Can Man now. So, yeah, he's, maybe he's listening to this right now in Germany. <laughs> nice. Nice. He's probably listening to it, Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah, you know. How do you not yeah. get burned out on the road, though? I mean, you guys, especially back in the day, had such a fucking rigorous schedule. How do you keep it uh, all fresh every night? Uh, man, you know, uh, I, you know, it, it. That's what happened. We we got worn out, and that's why we had to call it quits for a bit because. We used to tour like six to seven months of the year, you know. It was like, yeah, it was too much, and we all got exhausted. And you know, like you can only place at different places. And you know, we played Denver like four times. Like <laughs> it was just like, oh, we're in Denver again. And I don't. It just became, uh, yeah, we we had to take a break, you know. That's what happened, and uh, Dan moved to uh, California, and, and Steve still lives in Seattle. He just moved to West Seattle, 
And gotcha. I've been talking to him a little bit. Yeah, and Chris is in Germany, so. And wow. Falcon's in Germany, too. I, Falcon's part of the fucking crew, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, he helped me out with my last little uh, tour thing, you know? Like, but. Yeah, you know. So how, do you, uh, how do you guys get all together? Y'all are so, you know, you spread out. How how is the managing the time to get everybody together to you know quote unquote bang it uh, out? <laughs> you know what? Well, usually it's uh, we show up before the tour and we, you know, we get one or two practices in, and okay. we play the we play the old songs or the brief songs and uh, yeah. Whatever works, you know, we try different songs and whatever whatever song sounds good, then we, yeah, let's do this song. And, you know, sometimes live, like, we're like, you know that song? I'm like, no, not really. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'll, 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 I'll go with it. I'll try it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I That's think the I beauty of punk. It. Yeah, yeah, it's punk rock, man. It's yeah, if you're rock, a Steve man. Miller band, you can never get away with that shit. Nah, nah, you know, yeah. And uh, so how are you juggling the briefs with the cute lepers? Like, how do you juggle the time wise when you're going to play with these guys, when you're going to play you and Steve? Like, how are you going uh, back and forth between what? those two bands? No, nah, uh, the cute lepers are done. Really? Yeah, oh, wow. Like, I, wow. Yeah, yeah. The cute, cute lepers are done. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll see. There might be a, a reunion of some sort, maybe. I'm not too sure. We'll see. I just okay. kind of, I, I'm I'm actually playing. Uh, yeah, I'm playing with uh, Josh and Wayne from the Spits right now. Uh, a band called The Crap. So that's my side band that I'm doing right now in Seattle. Okay. And, um, yeah, which is cool because we all relate. It's like Spits. Yeah. How's the punk scene in they Seattle? Have, we hear so much about, you know, all, you know, the grunge scene and this scene and that scene in Seattle. But how's the punk scene in Seattle? What is, what is uh, that like? What does that entail? Uh, you know is what? Is it just all in your crowds? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I haven't been going out. I've been just staying in my place. I There's no good bands or anything. That's why I don't go out. I don't go see any okay. shows. Like, But I live on, on the Strip. I live on a strip of uh, the old grunge days, like Crocodile and uh, my yeah, room, yeah, yeah. It, it was Pearl Jam's old jam room, like yeah. Wow. You know, like wow. I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna get into it, but yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I go downstairs, I'm like, oh, Eddie Vedder lived in that room. I lived on that couch over there, uh, you know, like. Holy God, that's crazy. Yeah, a lot of history. Oh, yeah. And I, li- I live right next door to the crocodile, so, you know. Oh, and yes. and actually, the Black, uh, they're called the Black Dog, Dodge, Black Dog Forge. They're, uh, we practice downstairs, we have our, and now they have tours. People, there's tourists outside the chamber. <laughs> oh, all my outside. God. Yeah, so I break, I break, I break him inside, like, Louie. From the black dog porch, she brings them in sometimes, and I'm like, hey, like, hey, holy shit, come on in, you know, like, yeah, and they're all like, this girl's like, oh, this old Pearl Jam's fucking jam room, so they're all taking photos, and I'm like, hey, do you guys want to come in? Like, 
it happened like a month ago. I I just showed up. Unbelievable. And, and I actually brought him all downstairs and you know and like I was like, Yeah, hey. You know, that's like, gotta be yeah, some, old, a surreal experience, school. man. School. I, I cannot even imagine school. the shit yeah, that you, you guys you have should, seen. You, you, you guys should come down, come take a tour too. <laughs> oh yeah, now, yeah. If I'm in Seattle, I'll definitely do that. I want to make it out to the West Coast next yeah. summer. Hey, yeah. I want to talk to you about a couple more things here. And let Adele yeah. have something. Um, the Joy of Killing EP, because I don't think a lot of people know about this EP. How did that come yeah. about, and how did you choose? I mean, there's a lot of great covers on there, especially Angry Samoans. That's one of my other favorite old school punk uh, bands. Uh, that's one how, of my favorite bands of all guys, time, man. Uh, yeah, did you guys uh, have yeah, these songs you, sitting around you know, and you said I, I, we want to put on an album, or did you guys yeah. specifically pick songs to cover to put it together? You know what? Uh, I wasn't playing in the band when they did that, but uh, really? yeah, they just, yeah, we used to play uh, uh, Killing Time. Yeah, from uh, Angry Simone's. Uh, oh, man. Yes. Actually, Chris, sing, Chris, Chris sings that song. And actually, I, I listen to it because I have it on my iPod. I listen to all the Bree stuff, you know, like, just to be like, what's all this weird shit on my iPod that my girlfriend had? And I'm like, oh. But I listen to the, <laughs> that whole album. And uh, we used to play uh, uh, Killing Time from, uh, yeah, Angry Simone's. And it's funny because when I when I uh, practiced with them, I had I didn't really know Angry uh, Smolens and Chris Brees was like, you don't know who they are. I'm like, no, uh, Angry oh, Smolens. No. I know who yeah. they are, but I just didn't know their music. But they they just made a, a whole album of you know killing with the damned. Uh, uh, shit, what's what's the song they do from the damned? Uh, uh, is it stop? No, it's not stop. Your Lights out. Uh, I... Lights yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Born that's to good, kill. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yep. So they did that one, and uh, but yeah, no, they just you know that's the breeze. They do weird singles. We do weird singles, and yeah, you know, like uh, you know, I, I'm just uh. You know, I'm uh, I'm just going through a hard time right now, and I I I can't wait to you know do another tour of those guys. Like you know, like uh, they're they're family to me. You know, they really is that are. what keeps you focused? Is the music? Is that what keeps you from completely flying off the rails? It yeah. keeps you grounded. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I I need to get back into my music world here. Cause, yeah, you know. Like I said, uh, yeah, I'm just going through a hard time right now, and uh, you know, I'm you, can uh, sing, you know, and, man. The, you, you, and, you and, and yeah, you, I, you, you know, and, water, and if, if the briefs are listening right now, I I just want to thank them because they went they they went through it with me too, and uh, that's good. That's you know, good. like in Falcon, Falcon, I I know you're listening in Germany <laughs> or Cam, <laughs> unless it's 3 a.m. over there or something. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's probably, yeah, who knows what he's <laughs> Well, let me yeah. tell you this, man. Let me give you some advice because this is what I do. And yeah. I've gone through, me and Odell, we've known each other, God, almost 30 years now. Almost 20, 30 years 20, now, yeah. 25, yeah. And I've been yep. through my ups and downs, and you know the crazy shit. I mean, you're talking to a guy who had a six-day marriage from a girl he met online 
married her the next day, and six <laughs> days later she left me to go live with the Hopi Indians in New Mexico. Really? Yes, <laughs> absolute true story. And the reason, and this is the crazy thing, my first wife, I knew for 20 years, we were best friends. I waited until I was like in my 30s to marry her. I did everything the way you're supposed to, and that marriage crashed and burned in six months. So then when I met Paisley, never trust a hippie, when I met fucking Paisley, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to Danny I know. I'm gonna Never Danny trust Bartaducci. a hippie, no. Never. I was like, I'm going to Danny Bartaducci this situation. I'm going to do like George Costanza, and if everything I do is wrong, I'm going to do the opposite and marry this chick I just met. And six days later, she wow. left me to go live with the fucking Hopi Indian. Oh, my gosh. And then three years later, I saw her on the side of the interstate with her dog bumming money. <laughs> dude, no. dude, I, are dude. you kidding me? No. Dude, dude, wow, man, that's dude. a good story right there, man. Dude, dude he called me when he he called me, dude, when he got married. Like he called me. He's like, dude, that's what I did. That's I'm like, crazy what? Story. He's like, I just got married. I'm like, you're shitting me, right? He's like, no, I wow. just got married. I'm like, who? <laughs> he was like, some girl I just met. I'm like. Oh boy! <laughs> Let the countdown begin. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. You know what? Uh, hey, like like I said, I I usually don't do interviews and stuff. And I, Steve was like, ah, I can't do the interview, so I picked up the interview. But uh, you know, uh, you know, I when well, I was on the, tour you know, with the Breeze, a lot. To. Let like, me let me uh, interject well, yeah, real we'll, quick. We'll, we'll see. We'll see the cute lepers and. You know, we'll see what happens with the cute lepers. But the briefs, yeah, the briefs are back. You know, like we're gonna yeah. we're gonna record a fucking yeah, a good fucking album. We already wrote a couple of cool songs. Like you're gonna be like wow, like I was like, and it was weird because awesome. we wrote it right in in this uh, our practice room. Like usually everybody brings a song in, but we wrote all these songs together. It was like wow, like holy shit. And I think Steve recorded some of it, so at least we we won't forget it, you know. Like we're like well, I'm definitely Steve has it on his yeah. I cannot uh, wait to hear some new phrase. But hey, let me let me finish this thought here because this is important. Yeah. So that yep. was horrible when that happened. In fact, I became suicidal. I was a fucking mess when that happened. But now it's an interesting story. So I always kind of live mm-hmm. my life from my deathbed backwards and I think, okay, when I'm on my deathbed, I'm not going to give a shit what size TV I have yeah. or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to care about how many interesting stories I have. So whatever you're going through, I, the way I deal with shit like that is it's going to be an interesting story one day. I don't know if that helps or not, but you definitely, like you said, you're writing a book. You've got interesting stories. And uh, I think that's, yeah. that's uh, I'm, I'm going to, you know, it, 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 I started writing it, but I had to stop. Because I got in trouble with the law, and uh, but like I said, yeah, everybody's and gonna the read, that read and, it. Yeah, uh, it's you know yeah, it's that, a, a punk punk rocker living in Seattle, go. and uh, yeah, I, I want to keep it at that. Yeah, but yeah, uh, and people yeah, get something. You're gonna read my stories, man. Like, man, I oh. Believe me, I've seen it all. I've done it all. <laughs> yeah. So don't sweat it, man. Nah. You'll have great stories, and that's what really counts in the end, not like how much money you had yeah. in the bank or how big your car was or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Adele, yeah. do you have anything? Because we've only got a couple minutes left. No, I just really yeah, appreciate no. 
I really appreciate your honesty, man. And 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 yeah, no, you know, it, you you know, know it's it's cool. Hey, thank you. No, it's you totally guys. cool because thank you, know you what, guys. You're, you're, like you know, like I said, I don't do interviews usually, so I didn't know what to expect. I'm like, ah, uh, like ah, you're but, doing great. You know, the fans I, are gonna love uh, you. This is awesome. You know, this I just really wanna, awesome. uh, you know, I just, uh, you know, I I miss my girlfriend Jenna. I I give it to her. Like yeah, yeah I I. You know, I miss her, and, uh, you know, like, yeah, and I'll, I'll get back on my feet, and, you know, Absolutely. I, I appreciate appreciate talking to you guys, man. You guys are cool, man. Thank you, right man. On. I appreciate you, you guys. Yeah. Hey, let me you end know. with one last question, because I've got to talk about the greatest story ever told. I put it on again the other <laughs> day. I hadn't watched it in a couple years. I've got it on um, DVD. And this is still yeah. one of the best documentaries, punk documentaries I've ever watched. Oh, unbelievable! Oh, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, I know. It's a it's a pretty good story, man. Uh, the Breeze they get signed to a major label, and like everybody and hated them, tough. and <laughs> they were like, uh, but yeah, they they walked away with with they, they they didn't have to do two albums, you know. They didn't. They actually put a little uh, uh, three. Song fucking uh, you know D, uh, CD that was it and they they walked away whatever it's cool yeah like, you know, yeah. I, yeah it's like and it was funny because uh, Mark Stern was like hey when you guys walk down from uh, Interscope I'll pick you up and that's why we we went on BYO right BYO yeah. took awesome, over yeah. them yeah they're like and Mark Mark Stern he's a punk rocker he knows. Yeah, yeah, punk rock doesn't. They don't. They don't belong in major labels. <laughs> no, not at all. You Too know, many bands nah, that I used nah. to like have turned to shit. Nah. labels. No. But I, anyways, I, you know, I I could sit here and talk for hours, but uh, I'm not gonna keep <laughs> you guys. Like it's just funny. It's like so many stories. Like oh. Touring with Youth Brigade in uh, Japan. Oh God! <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> when, I can't yeah, imagine. Mark and uh, oh. Sean and Adam. Oh, th- those three brothers, man. I'll tell you. Oh. <laughs> All righty, we'll see. When the I cops, when, you. yeah, yeah, go ahead, hey, finish your thoughts. Right on, man. Hey, oh. no, yeah, you guys. It's good to talk to you guys. Th- thanks for be, uh, be doing a cool interview, man. Like. You know, no I didn't problem, know what to You made it cool. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. Nah. Yeah. You guys have a good night, man. Yep, and I'm going to play right. a song that my co-host on a political show who's never listened to punk, he said, oh, my yeah. God, who's this band? I love them. Put, put M-I-A on. M-A-I. Well, I don't okay, have that tell here, me why. But I'm going to uh, play some okay, well, We Americans. Because um, our yeah, the Americans, oh, this. perfect. Uh, yeah, of course. And I think this song is more them. like uh, this song is more like appropriate today than it was when it was written. This this song yeah. is aesthetic. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> all right, Steve. Yeah. I want to thank yeah. you very much. From, everybody from, check coming out the coming from an, a, a, a Canadian to yeah to the Americans, yeah, <laughs> no we <doubt>. Americans. <laughs> all right, all right. Guys. you guys ha- have a good night, man. All right, thanks, Steve. Man. Be I'll safe, talk brother. to you guys. Thank you. you. I bought it. All right, we'll be back here in two weeks, and you guys have a very good evening. We're going to play some We Americans from the Brief. Good night, guys. All right. Good night. See you, man.